Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, uh, Billiken fans. Here we are from the stands with uh, John Klein, our men's soccer uh, standout from uh, Columbia, Missouri. John is uh, studying marketing. He's played three seasons for the Billikens uh, as a freshman. He was the uh, A-10 freshman of the year, was all-conference second team. He scored 15 goals so far, seven assists as a Billiken, second team all-conference last year. Um, what's really super interesting, I think, about Johnny is uh, his uh, heritage as a Billiken from his grandpa, Grandpa John, who played on uh, national championship teams in 59-60. His dad played here uh, in 85-86. His dad's the uh, coach over in Columbia, uh, Columbia College. And then uh, his uh, great uncle Tom played for the Billikens in 61-62. So here's a Billiken with great heritage, great history of the program. And I think, uh, Johnny, that's I guess the first question how uh what's it mean to wear the Billiken uh the Billiken jersey here for you it's really special um you know ever since I was in high school I'd be throwing on Billiken games watching them play always really wanting to come here and I think the fascinating thing about SLU is the amount of quality players that they have but then the connections into the next level of our lives that we may um, find with them. You know, you you think about a fraternity, how those guys know each other for the rest of their lives. It's the same thing with SLU soccer. You got Jim Kavanaugh, who has, you know, a fantastic business out of St. Louis. You got a bunch of guys in the soccer world who have done great things. And so I think for me, it's just a really um, special thing. And I'm thankful that I've been able to be a part of the team and have those relationships that I've made. Yeah, Johnny, I think you bring up a good point. I mean, SLU soccer not only has a uh, obviously a, a great heritage on the field, but uh, what what the people have done that have gone through our program, what they've done post Billikens is even more impressive. Whether it's Jim Kavanaugh, whether it's the whole worldwide team, whether it's Dan Flynn who ran U.S. soccer, uh, you could go on down the line. There's so many people that have done such unbelievable things in their careers, and what's neat for me is many of them then have been given back and supported and they're so proud of what you guys are doing on the field it's uh it's a it's a good environment to be in but it's uh, super special when you get to see someone like yourself come up who's really grown up with it uh, to come out and have success on the field so you came in the fall of 2018 right that was your first year so um it's been obviously in uh in a different time during COVID, but uh, 
share with the share with the fans out there what you've learned from that day when you got here, what you've learned, and then especially, Jen, what you can help these young people. We got a talented group of young people on the team again this year. So, what have you learned, and what are those what are those pieces that you've really been able to then uh, lead and help the young the the freshman Billikens learn, just like you had to learn when you came. I think it's approaching every day, every session with a mindset uh, or with the attitude of working to your end goal, whatever that may be. Uh, for myself, I, I want to be a professional player one day. You know, my dad's a soccer coach. Maybe I'll be a coach. But I think every day when I go into a session, I have a few objectives that I'm trying you know, to get out of it, whether that's, you know, today I'm, you know, range of passing or finishing. I'm, I'm really being intentional with what I'm trying to um, complete that day. So I think for any new guys, it would be get the most out of, out of what you're being presented. You know, we unbelievable facilities here, you know, weight, weight staff, um, coaching staff, they all have great minds and anything you um, can take from them and absorb every single day is extremely important um, for your development. So I just really think, you know, trying to obtain um, any knowledge or information that the coaching staff is willing to share with you and applying it. So great point. So how do you get better when you go today, you practice this morning, right? What was the one thing you were trying to get better at today? I was working on finishing things shots on. So how did you do that? And how did you, how did you gauge yourself on whether you got that done or not in, in this morning's practice? I would say in scenarios, you know, in a scrimmage or um, in areas that I was able to do it, whether it was like maybe 1v1 with the defender, you know, just trying to get my space and, and get a shot off. Maybe, you know, two days ago, I wasn't taking that shot because I wasn't thinking about it. It wasn't on my mind. But I think just having the mindset that today, you know, I was going to do that, whether that as soon as that opportunity presented itself. I think it's really just all, all a mindset um, when entering the day. I think uh, I think you're exactly right. I mean, uh, and that's how you, that's how young people may not know as freshmen that every practice is an opportunity to get better, right? And if they take it, just get better that day. If they get better each day, just a little bit, it's amazing how much they can advance over a season and over a career, obviously, right? So as you look at our team this year, and Coach Kalish talks a lot about what it means to be a Billiken and what values it takes to be good, right? What are those values that you think are most important for our team and our program to go in and compete for an A-10 championship and make a run in the NCAA tournament? I think uh, the first one and the most important for me that we talk about is trust. We talk about it a lot. You know, I think very new team, I think we added – 11 guys or maybe even a few more than that but the fact that maybe we've only known them for two weeks um face to face the trust has to build extremely fast because you know they're going to be over my shoulder and uh, on the weekend here against Missouri State or against Louisville and I think as a team we need to trust each other that a new guy is going to make a play um the new guy is going to be where he's supposed to be and I think um, it's just extremely important that we as a team um, trust each other enough to make those plays that maybe we haven't made 
um, in the past. I think, uh, you know, we talk about departmentally all the time, right, that it all starts with trust. So I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. How do you how do you earn that trust fast with with new teammates? I think for new guys, it is important that they're um, eager to learn from the new guys, but also bring their own ideas uh, to where we get can respect them and in their um, in the way they think, too. You just have to be um, open with each other, uh, completely transparent. You know, if I see something, I'll, I'll go up to him and say him right away. You know, I'm not going to the other guy, the other um, veteran with me to look at this guy, what he's doing. You know, I'll just go up to him and talk to him um, right away. And I think that just being completely transparent with each other really builds a sense of trust to where, okay, we have this open communication with each other um, and I can tell him every, anything. He can tell me anything. And then at the end of the day, when we're on the field, it'll show um, because it, we're, it's so easy um, to communicate with each other. And we, we know what the other guy's thinking, you know? So we're one exhibition game in. Um, there were some positives that came out of that, ended up being a draw. What do we want to get, what do we and what do you want to get better at from Wisconsin two nights ago to Missouri State this Saturday? Uh Soccer-wise, I think we had a lot of the the play in their half. Uh, 13 corner kicks. I'm not sure how many shots. I think it was five or six. I think when we uh, – Coach Kalish talked about it this morning in the session, and that's why I was talking about finishing it um, as well. When we get in those opportunities in the box, we have to just have, have to be more lethal. We talked about games are won and lost in each box, you know. You lose a play on the defensive end. It could cost you the game. You win a moment in the um, offensive box. You could win you a game. So I think in terms of soccer, it's definitely just being more dangerous in the box, getting your shots away, you know, following following the ball up, maybe for a scrappy goal, something like that. And then from maybe more of a culture side or a mindset side, I think it would just be, you know, Things are going to go wrong on the field, you know, every game, every single game. Someone's going to have a bad pass. Someone's going to, you know, uh, you know, lose lose their mark. It's just how you respond to it. Um, we've talked about that a lot in preseason. You know, it's yes, we know something's going to go wrong, but what what now? How do we react? You know, what's next? So I think we did well against Wisconsin in that, but I think there's a lot of area to grow in terms of um, just just keep moving forward through games. So, John, in the spring, I mean, it's kind of odd, right? We played in the spring, now we're back in the fall right away. Uh, what, what, what's your takeaway from the spring? Obviously, not a great ending. We played okay, couldn't, couldn't get it done in, at Dayton. What's your takeaway from the spring? And then how are you taking that to build into this fall? Yeah, I think, I think uh, since I've been here, we've had really good um, – a really good foundation of what we wanted to do, but in the key moments, in the moments that we needed a win to advance or, you know, to win that game, it just hasn't been there. I think what it comes down to is 11 guys on the field collectively being locked in enough, um, being one unit to where the moment that we need to win that game, it's going to fall to our side this year, you know, 
And I think that just comes with um, the, the mindset in the, I don't even say alertness, but the uh, maybe the passion the, the way we're playing we're so emotionally involved that there's there's no way that this game could get away from us and i think before them you know we were winning 1-0 in the first half uh had the lead there was a five minute stretch where we conceded two goals in the second half and boom our season's over like that and you know for the the other 85 minutes of the game i thought we were better than them so it's just those little moments in games those little battles that we need to start uh, being flipping towards our side. Well, and when all 11 are totally locked in, right, then you get those moments. But if there's, if, if one of the 11 has, has a slight moment, then it can go the other way. It's like, uh, it's like that double overtime shanked ball in Dayton where we, where we gave one up in the last five seconds, right? And and th- there's a perfect example of what you're talking about. That is one moment where if everybody is in is in space and in in the same moment at the same time, we win that game. We get the seed. We're playing at home in the tournament, and the rest is history, right? So I, I think I think you're uh, I think you are unbelievably astute to where what it takes because great teams are all locked in together, right? And it's not just the eleven; it's all. 25, 30 people, because it takes being great at practice. It takes being great off the field to be great on the field. And uh, I think you, uh, it's interesting. What I really enjoy about my job is I get to see young people like you grow and start to figure it out, right? Coming in as a freshman, nobody's figured it out, right? I mean, it's so hard. It's so hard to get it that fast. I mean, you you were ahead of it because you grew up with it, but it's still really hard. But now what's fascinating, how much does the game slow down the older you get? It does a lot. You start to pick up on things that I didn't even know were important, you know, back when I was a freshman. Um, You know, when you're playing club soccer, high school soccer, they don't talk about culture. They don't talk about, you know, bonding with your teammates or anything like that. You know, when you're at a school for four years, you're working with the same staff. Players come and go, but you have that the leadership core of your team. It's so important, you know, to keep everyone aligned um, in what the overall goal that we're trying to accomplish here. So the, the game for sure slows down and you start to realize that things that, that are very important that make winning teams, you know, that is the reason why I win. That's what I've been most impressed by with this group this fall is um, how it appears from a practice perspective, how in line everybody is. And when everybody uh, shows up every day totally in line to get after it, that's how great things happen on the field, right, and in games. And so that's what I've been – and I told Kevin, uh, unbelievably encouraged by the the space that we, that we appear to be in right now. So the question is, then how do we keep that, right? Through, through the grind of a season to, as you brought up, things are going to happen. You, you know, that, you know, you're going to, you're going to miss the ball, whatever. And it's how we respond to that and, and come back to it makes all that. That's what makes champions. That's just the way it works. Um, so your expectations for this team this year and, and your expectations for yourself this year. Eight, a 10 championship. Number one, always, um, you know, we talk about winning, the national championship for me right now, let's, let's just 
hold the A-10 trophy. And then we can look look beyond that. Obviously, the national championship's in the back of all of our heads. But, you know, since I've been here, we haven't been able to win the regular season. You know, a few times we thought we've had that in our hands. Um, a few times we thought that we could do something in the A-10 tournament. So just uh, A-10 tournament champs for sure. And then personally, um, haven't had a first-team all-conference yet. Uh, you know, like to like to be there, but also just taking a leadership role to get this group uh, to where we want to be um, when it comes to October and November. I think we have a lot of good leaders on our team that are really going to push um, the, the new guys who are going to help a lot. And I think for myself, it's just taking a little bit uh, bigger role as a senior and an older guy to um, get these young guys feeling confident enough to contribute to the group, um, you know, to win, win a title. How much, how much does uh, nutrition come into play? Nutrition's huge. Uh, I definitely can tell as I start to get older, what you're putting in your body um, is extremely important. Um, we've had, we've been fortunate enough this preseason uh, to be in Lorenzini's after every training um, getting great fuel there. Um, so it's really important, you know, helps with soreness, helps with recovery, strength, all those things. So, and I think I've, uh, learned that a lot at SLU here with Krista and coach Kalish. They put a lot of emphasis on that. Um, we talk about it all the time. Those are the marginal gains that, that are going to help this team, um, a lot. There's no question. Nutrition and sleep um, is the two most important things I think that is super hard for college student athletes to totally get their head around. And once that once they go through a couple seasons and they start listening to their body and learning how to listen to their body, they they figure that out. But on the early years, it's super hard because you're 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 drinking from the fire hose, right? You're coming in here, you got everything coming at you. But when you really learn how to rest, recover, and and fuel your body. Now, now the upside's off the charts. So uh, I, I appreciate that you've uh, you've slowly gotten there. Um, last question: What was your low round this summer? Low round, I think. At my home course in Columbia, I shot seventy-five. Um, I was definitely playing a lot better during COVID. I was playing, you know, four four or five times a week um, this summer. I was playing a lot of soccer. I wasn't, I was getting, wasn't getting out there that much because I was playing in St. Louis and can't be paying for rounds every, uh, every day. <laughs> but no, I think seven, 75, my handicap's gone a little bit up since COVID, but we don't mind that. Are, are you the low on the team? Yeah, I would give myself the best on a team. Schulte, uh, Schulte did beat me the last time we were out. I have to give him credit for that. I won't lie about that, but overall, uh, he, he caught me on a bad day. All right. So you, you have some good rounds out there. Well, hey, yeah. uh, we appreciate you uh, spending time here today, John. Uh, congratulations on a good uh, preseason thus far. And uh, we're certainly looking forward to watching you and your team get after it this fall. It's, uh, it, it's a team that's got a lot of talent, um, but now it's time to put talent operational, just like you were saying, and, and, and get that trophy so you all uh, you all can then take the next step. I think it's a very, very wise concept that 
take it one step at a time, right? Where have we not been in the last three, four? We got to win the A-10 championship. Then we'll worry about the next step and the next step. But uh, if we keep focused on that every day, like you're talking about, you keep getting better every day at practice. Okay, you call it training sessions. I call it practice. You know, same thing. Little little Ted Lasso. Little Ted Lasso for it. But uh, anyway, appreciate your time, and we will uh, look forward to seeing you Saturday night against Missouri State. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.